Is it against the law? No. But are we thinking about how it's going to make people feel around us? Mm-hmm. That's a very uncomfortable situation, right? Yeah. Like, what is one to do when you walk into a McDonald's with an AR-15 on your back? You're all just trying to get cheeseburgers. You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you? Are you are you the neighborhood watch? So they tried to rob this man, and he tried to get away, and they shot his ass twice with a rifle. Welcome to the Any Last Words Podcast. My name is Keon, a.k.a. Almighty DJ. And I am Earl Lonnie Hooks, a.k.a. Young Woman himself. A special thanks to everybody out there joining us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, as well as YouTube. The guy to me honors the guy to each and every one of you. I feel like I feel like you always find some way to make the introduction somewhat awkward. <laughs> I like I like that. I like to put I like to put people in, in awkward positions. I like that. It just keep, it keeps things fresh. It's sort of like the me me always say or me trying to say yes more to things just to uh-huh. shake up my reality. Uh-huh. Sometimes I just like to do that to, right. for for me for you for the people listening. I just like to shake shit up just just for it. Yeah. Um. The this episode is brought to you, brought to us by Perspective. Mm. I'm scroll down to what it matters. The state of one's ideas, the facts known to one in having a meaningful interrelationship, the faculty of seeing all the relevant data in a meaningful relationship, a mental view or prospect. I bring this in for, for various reasons, but first one is, uh, I mean, again, we have already talked about this. This is going to be a quicker one yeah. for us. This is going to be a quicker one. We're not going to give you all the, the two and a half hour long pod today. Yeah. Not, th- not this one. Life happens. Um, Yeah, for sure. But I did want to share, I did want to share a story. You, you haven't heard about this yet, so okay. this is going to be good. Cool. And I wasn't going to do it at first. I wasn't going to talk about this, but I, I thought about it a whole lot and I thought this I feel this has a lot of teachable moments in it mm-hmm. for different perspectives, All depending right. upon which perspective you're looking at it from. So I meet I meet this this chick, new 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 person, and we're gonna call them Elena. All right. Elena invites me out to go to Korean barbecue, Iron Age, actually, mm. in Centerville. Yes. You've been there All at least. You can eat. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. He sure is. Yeah, the food just keeps coming for anybody that's unaware. You just, the food just keeps coming to the table. You pick like three meats at a time. They bring some brisket, some chicken, some octopus. My favorite is the uh, the uh, the boiled egg that they bring out in the oh, little black bowls. I didn't even have that. Really? I didn't oh, even need try that. The boiled. Well, egg. I think at Iron Age you have to order it, but yeah. at um at uh. Honey, honey pig. pig at Honey Pig, they bring it out like for free. Yeah, it's like an app, you know, just mm, one of the appetizers. As a courtesy. Yeah, it's delicious. Mm, we didn't get that. Anyway, yeah, but but all the meats are great. The salads great. We had this like I believe they call it soji. I could be getting that wrong, but it was like a it's mango like a soji. Drink? It's like a, yeah, it's like a mango think, yeah, alcoholic I've, drink. Yeah, 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 I've heard of it. Yeah, it just tastes like sugar, like nectar. Oh. <laughs> it was great. We had a great time, and that that is important to say because I don't want this story to be the overlooming sort of feel or vibe for this entire night it wasn't it was right. it was just a subset of what happened it, there were a couple moments like this but it, uh, f- for the whole it was it was pretty fun time so elena in conversation i start to pick up that she is as my perspective she clearly thinks very highly of herself she thinks that she's 
beautiful, smart, you know, independent, strong, all these types of things. And she and she's wearing that on her sleeve. She's exuding it. She's letting you know she's this type of person. She's got some confidence. Yes. Good. Yes. Good for her. I'm not going to give too many of my thoughts until we're about midway through. So, yes, that is the case. She starts talking about all the people at her job that are constantly hitting on her mm-hmm. and how she's just sort of like jaded, like, oh, God, like, please, like, leave me alone. And I'm like, okay, now you're taking it, like, you're pushing it because like, <laughs> we've been on this topic for a little too long at the dinner table. It's fine. Uh-huh. By the way, it's her, it's me, it's a homosexual man that does matter. Okay. And then a woman and a heterosexual man, those two are together. Okay. As a couple, as a unit. All right. So... She then says, I mean, honestly, can guys even talk to women and not be thinking about fucking them the entire time? Like, re- like really, I'm really like, can you really t- look at a woman, just listen to her words and not be trying to find an angle to have sex with did her? Did she open up Pandora's box? <laughs> yes, she did, <laughs> Keon. Yes, she did. <laughs> And, and, and so this, this is where it comes in. So she said that. Again, I'm not going to necessarily share my points on that just yet. The guy across from me who was with the woman, he he replies. He's just like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I don't even care. That's how he talks. Like, for sure. Like, she could be a 10. You know what I mean? I just talked to her like, you know what I mean? I met her at the gas station. Like, whatever, whatever. It ain't no... Ain't no big deal for real. And so I already have my reservations about the way that he decided to <laughs> I was frame just gonna his say, response. What did he even just say? Like, what is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, so right now? like it does like <laughs> she could be drop dead gorgeous in my mind from my perspective, being this guy, but I don't really care. Like, I'll talk to you however, you know what I mean? Like, I guess him saying, like at the gas station <laughs> means okay. it's whatever. I don't like I'll just talk to you about whatever. It doesn't matter. There's nothing All sexual right. there. And then Elena says, Yeah, but you have a girlfriend. Like, what about if she wasn't in the picture? Then his whole mood switched. And he was just like, oh, oh, what well, it didn't you know what it is? Like it's on. If, if she don't got a ring on her finger, well, that, if this proves is a her, that proves her point. So that so that proves her point. So <laughs> so he said, Well shit, if you ain't got a ring on it, it's it is what it is. You know the vibes. Like I'm coming after her, you know what I mean? It's, it is sexual. All right. So <clears throat> you have to understand. I I guess I've gotten to a point where I, 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 this is going to sound mad arrogant. I feel like I've reached a certain level of ascension mm-hmm. where my mind just doesn't work on this, on this frequency anymore. Um, on this, on this operating system I, that they're I, clearly I, on. I'd like to say that I'm, I, I've, I've gone past that point with you because I'm finding the things that he's saying is just like, it's just, it sounds ignorant. And you know? the fact, it, and the fact that she has to ask this question in the first place. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it, so, so I'm looking at these two. I'm looking at this exchange, and I'm paying quite close attention to what's happening, but I'm completely confused. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I must have missed something mm-hmm. that would have made the question more substantial or not as shallow as I heard it to be. Right. Because I'm like, this isn't really, ta- like, this isn't, this question, this exchange isn't really taking place in front of me at a dinner table right now, right? Like, this, she didn't just ask him that, and he didn't just answer that. Like, what, what, what's uh-huh. happening right now? So then... She looks over at me because she's now satisfied with his answer because that was clearly what she was expecting. Yeah. And by the way, his girlfriend there, she's just laughing the whole time, which really? is which is funny. That dynamic too. Yeah. It's the fact that, that she sees his answer as just something laughable and funny and adorable, or whatever. She's going home and, with him. And she didn't check this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. She's just like, <laughs> ha ha, like, yeah, that's so funny. 
okay, that's fine. So that's an interesting perspective in itself. Uh-huh. And again, I have the wherewithal, the focus to be like taking note of all these different things. So she looks at me and says, well, Earl, he just answered. Now you answer. First of all. She wasn't ready for that. For, she, first <laughs> of all, don't don't open the floor up to me so aggressively. <laughs> don't, don't call on me like that. Well, now, what do you think? Yeah, now it's your turn. What you got? <laughs> like the fuck out. Like, don't, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> It should also be said that, again, I said I met this person. We, her and I have shared one conversation before this conversation, uh-huh. before we came to hang out at this thing. No one at this table knows me. Okay. No one knows me. And that's Well, that's, that's even more weird now. It is. That's what I'm <laughs> saying. So you, it's just a weird conversation to be having. You don't yeah. know me. Yeah. But, but it seems like you feel like you can come at me this way. Now, I have to, now I'm going to start breaking down certain things. I, I didn't, one... I keep forgetting that people don't run into people like me often. Right. So they're not being challenged the way that I challenge people. They're not being spoken to and had things unpacked the way that I unpack things or speak to people. They they I, they don't. And a lot of the times I've had to come at people with the sort of energy I'm about to express. Mm-hmm. And I see everything on their face change. I see every like a, a light bulb goes off. It's like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I have to think like this is this is the first time this has happened to me. Like usually, I'm able to say whatever I want to, and people sort of shrink. Yeah. Now I'm seeing Just that get, person get away with that shit. Exactly. Now yeah. I'm seeing that person's body language deflate completely. All that shit that was there before, all that fucking brazen attitude. That shit is slowly just yeah, deteriorating. She, she's used to being a man eater. So exactly. <laughs> and so you don't have to go into things with that sort of thing. So so when I was explaining to you the way that I feel like she behaves, mm-hmm. I, I don't I, I don't find it uh very attractive when people try to show you what type of person they are. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna be here, I'm gonna be this type of person. Like you're you're pushing a caricature of yourself so that we all understand. Oh, like you're the big, yeah. strong, flamboyant, boisterous, I, oh, I was just about to say that. confident <laughs> type of person. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, like, that's fine. You don't really have to put it on display. Right. It'll show just itself your, when it needs to. Just be yourself. And exactly. we'll see what that is. And so she got a lesson in that mm-hmm. because I was just sitting back, chilling, making jokes with everyone. So clearly I'm just this tall, like goofy type of dude. I don't got nothing going on in my mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Wrong. So she says, well, you answer, Earl. I looked at her and said, all right, Elena, ask me a direct question. The reason I did that is because, again, I was still sort of confused. I didn't I really believe what was going on in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I was giving her a chance to try to sort of clean it up right. and give me a better question. Right. She, tur- she turned away from me, addressed the rest of the table and said, and this is exactly what I'm talking about. Why is it that this man across from me that has a woman has like learned how to listen and responds directly when a strong woman is saying something to him and he was able to listen to the words I was saying, but yet this single guy next to me can't do that. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) The only reason this is super funny is because like, you I really know, know me. this nigga. Exactly. I already know that lit a fire under his ass <laughs> when that when she said that shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, yeah, like, so because you know me, you know where I'm at now. Right, right. So now I'm, now she, I'm locked in. I'm locked in. You got me now. Right. Earl's here now. Yeah. And so I look dead into her eyes. <laughs> I'm just thinking, I'm thinking of the fucking 40 year old virgin, that part with uh, Kevin Hart. No, 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 not Kevin Hart. Uh, but when he was in the store, when the the black guy was in the it's store, it's something Kevin like McAfee. Yeah, yeah, he was like, dude, yeah. you want a nigga? You got a nigga now? Oh, you, you want a nigga? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want a nigga? <laughs> nigga here now. Yeah, nigga here now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because I was trying to handle things like he said yeah. amicably <laughs> right. and move on with the sale. Right. You know what I'm saying? She didn't want to do that. Oh, you man. know what I mean? She called me out. So. And again, I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk uh, about these teachable moments woo. in this thing afterwards. <laughs> so she says this to me, I look her dead in her eyes, and I say, Elena, your question was so basic, so simple, I, I so shallow. Mm-hmm. This is everything I said, so shallow. I couldn't even wrap my mind around the fact that someone would ask that type of question at a table and expect a serious response. Mm-hmm. I was hoping that I was thinking that there was something deeper I may have missed and I gave you a chance to maybe try to reiterate the question and make it better, mm-hmm. make it more meaningful. Mm-hmm. But you didn't. So I was having a hard time coming down to your base level of thinking. That's why I'm confused. <laughs> but, 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 oh, but wait. Also, one second. Let me stop here. Before I said that, mm-hmm. the guy across from me said, oh, bruh, she's asking you if you can speak to women without thinking about sex. So he had to break it down for me, he thought. So also, so before I answered her, you have to understand, I also, like this came into my mind, this uh, revelation happened of, oh, I'm the stupid person at the table right now. Mm. Everyone at the table thinks that I'm an idiot. Right. Because I'm not keeping up with what's happening at the table. Uh And that blew my mind. I'm like, oh, you guys think I'm the idiot at the table. When he had to reiterate her dumbass question back to me. The only reason you have to reiterate this, the only reason I'm lost is because it's so stupid, I can't understand it. So again, so getting back into it, it, I'm telling her it's so shallow, I couldn't understand it. I couldn't believe someone would formulate a question like that at a table full of adults. Also keep this in mind, through this entire answer, now, because she's pressed me and I'm an honest person, and you're right, it did light a fire under my ass, so now I'm answering with more passion than ever than they've definitely seen me have for the prior 30 minutes of being here at this dinner table. Mm-hmm. Now I'm shitting on the dude across from me, <laughs> inadvertently, just Every, because I'm giving a straight Everybody answer. is catching these L's. Catching strays. I'm talking <laughs> shit about him inadvertently just because my answer is so solidified in it it makes his answer look like shit now, uh-huh. right? And I ain't even mean for that to be the case, but I just got an answer now. So I'm saying, you know, your question is so shallow. I couldn't understand it. I'm sorry that you're dealing with whatever guys it is you're dealing with, but you need to understand that there are a lot more people out in the world and you happen to be dealing with someone that is a complex being and is in tune 
with those complexities. I don't know if you are or if the people you're dealing with are, but it definitely doesn't sound like it simply because of this question. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry you have to deal with that. But hi, my name is Earl. Nice to meet everybody at the table. (laughs) Let's let's have a good time. (laughs) She completely deflated, moved back in her chair. She just started blushing. She had nothing to say. Everybody started laughing. She just chuckled along with it. She had nothing really else to say. She just kept looking at me. I said, I mean, think about this. You're you're, you're using this preconceived notion that I'm going to be attracted to every girl. Because if not, then if if attraction's out the window, then of course I'm going to be able to listen to them and retain whatever information it is they're talking about. Right. And, And Elena, you have to understand, most of the time that women open their mouths, a lot of the time, I'm already disinterested. Mm. And this is what I said to her. Mm. I'm mostly disinterested. Like what's happening right now. You're talking. I'm uninterested. (laughs) And past that, I pride myself on being an active listener. You know this communication shit is my thing. I'm an active listener. Like that's just what I do is I listen to things and I interpret and I read between the lines. But you don't know me. But you just generalizing men like we all out here stupid as fuck and don't know how to look at somebody in their eyes and listen to the words that's coming out their mouth. Right. Then you're not even going to the deeper level of a a real connection between two one <clears throat> between two people. If you've ever had a real a real connection with someone, something that you could deem sheer organic chemistry where y'all don't got to try, the riffing just happens, you kind of already know where that person's going, you guys are on the same frequency. Like, the waves just match. Yeah. That's a completely different thing. And you're not even taking any of this into account. You're just talking about, oh, well, she's pretty, then guys can't. Like, you're not even unpacking any of this. Everything you're saying to me is mad unsophisticated. Mm. It's It lacks complete sophistication. Yeah. But yet you're coming to me like you're this strong, sophisticated person. Mm. Watch yourself before you start running into stuff like this. Right. Because this is what happens to you. Now you look crazy at this table. Yeah. And so the teachable moments for me is don't overestimate, make make reasonable estimations. Right. As I should say. Because I want to say don't overestimate yourself. Don't underestimate your opponent or whoever else is around. Right. And vice versa on both of those things. Don't underestimate yourself. Don't overestimate the other person. Just make more precise estimations when you're going out there. Just let things be what they be and let the cards fall where they may. Mm-hmm. But all this bravado and shit, it, it'll, get, it'll get you fucked up. Right. So I just thought that that was just a very interesting night. It was very interesting perspectives going on. I'm glad I was able to observe and catch all these different things so I could come here and tell you this story. I just thought that that was that was amazing, but hopefully she she learned something that night. Yeah, can't can't judge a book by its cover, especially not the cover of. And the thing a is, what the, what the fuck is the cover? What the cover is just man. That's crazy. So. Well, yeah, see, yeah, that's crazy. That's the thing. It's just man. See that? Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's just man. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, I, it's not as if we don't understand why a bunch uh, why women feel this way like we totally mm. get that mm. but you can't just assume that everybody's just going to agree with that particular perspective that's what i'm saying you got to yeah. get out of that and again and i a, a bit of that fire you talked about that was lit under my ass did subside when i got done clearly because i got my shit off mm. but also because i thought damn 
he did answer the question. This other guy did answer the question the way she expected him to. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't, I can't completely nullify her question. Yeah, that's like, true. Like if she took a quick poll at that table from the heterosexual men at the table, uh-huh. that's 50 50 right there. Well, hold on. You said that the uh, the homosexual guy at the table, like that was very important. Well, it, well, it mattered because she wasn't talking to him. Uh, <laughs> he didn't have uh, input for this conversation. Because clearly, you can assume attraction is taken out of the element, so he can talk to women mm-hmm. and listen to their words. But because we why, like why women, why can't he be a homosexual asshole to women? He can be a homosexual asshole to women. Exact. That's the that's the yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Just like so, because you're not attracted, you like he still can't be a, a terrible listener, right? And just doesn't really give a fuck about right. what it is you have to say. Yeah, right. like that, that doesn't make any sense. That's why right. I said what she said. Was mad. It would just lacked complete sophistication. It mm-hmm. just it didn't mean anything. She was just saying a bunch of words. Grateful, you know, or lo and behold, you have someone like me who can again read between the lines. I know when people just use it, just throw a bunch of words out. Yeah. and it's called it's something that um a lot of liars do. I remember I read a book called you. Uh, I think it was like you can't lie to me by Janine Driver. She worked with. She was like a lie detector, pretty much, and she went. She just looked. She worked with the FBI, CIA. Yeah, she can. Yeah, she she's good. Right. Oh, but they talked about one of the, one of the techniques that a lot of manipulators, con men, liars in general use, which is called smoke screening. Mm-hmm. It's like fucking Batman taking his little fucking smoke bomb from his utility belt, throwing it on the ground, and fading away into the mist. That's what they try to do. So a lot of times when people don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They'll start throwing out a bunch of words, a bunch of different ideas. And yeah, they just and you say it with the utmost confidence. Yeah, just building, just building this facade brick by brick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just building a facade. Right. That's pretty much it. So right. for for a lot of people that are you know not so well versed mm-hmm. in lying and communication and understanding and all this sort of stuff, you'll get over on them. They'll just be like, oh, well, they must have answered the question somewhere in that motherfucker. I don't know exactly what it was, but that's why politicians have been politicians the way that they've been for so mm-hmm. long. Because they just smoke screen. Mm-hmm. They just talk a whole bunch of shit and most of the time don't ever be answering any questions yeah. at all. Yeah. Yeah. So people do that in regular life yep. too. But I'm just better than that. So I'm like, you're saying a whole lot of words right now. Mm-hmm. And you're saying a whole lot of buzzwords that are getting like a little class from people like, yeah, go sis. Like, yeah, like you got it. <laughs> like, no, fuck that shit. Just like, building her up. Like, yeah, exactly. Just building yeah. her up. So if it's, so it, yeah, I don't, and the fact that she, maybe I wouldn't have really done what I did had she not called on me like right, that. Right. I may have just let it go. Or what Even if she though just, that's still kind of out of my nature. Or what nature. if she just asked you the question without all that angst and, 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 and. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Without all that extra shit behind it. Be- because you know? for me, you know, for me, something that's huge is objective. Uh-huh. So when I'm having a conversation with someone, there has to be a very clear and plain objective. Usually yeah. it's just to gain understanding and yeah. share ideas with people. For, for me, like that's the objective, uh-huh. to gain understanding. But I know because now I'm so, I'm so, uh, I'm so knowledgeable and educated on communications. I know at a moment's notice when someone doesn't have that objective. Mm-hmm. Because when she turned to me and said, well, now it's your turn to answer. Yeah. Like, oh, I got like, you going to answer this shit. Right. (laughs) If when I said, well, ask me the direct question, if her true objective was to have understanding at the table Mm -hmm. and, and, and share just thoughts and ideas and do it civilly, Mm -hmm. the, the efficient and effective way of communication, then she would have not, when I asked that, 
responded by turning away from me, addressing everyone else, and then trying to play me. Yeah. That's how I know this is clearly your objective is not to have a real conversation yeah. right now. You're just trying to come off as the greater, smarter, more intellectual, per- more woke person. Right. Like, and, and that's what happens when you try to put yourself in that position. You want to try to be the smartest person in the room all the time. It's not going to work out for you. Right. And it's really going to hurt, too, when you've already pegged someone for being the stupidest person in the room and then they come out mm. on top. Yeah. Then it's, oh, wow, I, that's a real reality check. Yeah. That's a that's what people say when they say a reality check. Yeah. I checked her fucking reality. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope shit switched up for her. But, yeah, I just had to get that story off because I thought that it was Well, hopefully. Was good. Hopefully Perspective, she, guys. Think about different perspectives in the room. It's not just she, yours. Uh, hopefully she learned from from her mistakes that day. I sure fucking hope so. Yeah. But to continue with the, uh, with the idea of perspective, I'm going to give you a little perspective on something that I've learned um, over time. The word of the week for me is utilitarianism. Okay. Uh, it's a normative normative ethical theory uh, Mm. in philosophy from like the early 19th century Mm. uh, introduced by I think his name is Jeremy Bentham um, also another guy named John Stuart Mills Um, these were both philosophers Um, pretty sure I got those names right Um, but utilitarianism is the thought of you you, uh, the thought of it is or I guess the way to define the theory is that the consequences of our actions should be our guiding principles of conduct and or morals. Okay. Um, okay. Yep. Yep. So that when I, when I bring perspective into it, mm-hmm. that's, that's my perspective. Yes. Like, I read that and I was like, you identify that's me. <laughs> right. That is me. Right. That is me. Like, okay. I am the guy out here. Um, that's always, you know, I'm, I try my best to think about what my next action is, where it's going to take me, yes. what it's going to do for me. Right. Is it going to benefit me? Is it not going to benefit me? Is it not going to benefit somebody else? Right. You know, I'm yeah, always yeah. thinking about that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, through thinking that way, I came into, it made me think about another subject. I know you've been seeing, you know. These fucking these uh these mat these uh these fucking domestic terrorists and shooters they're popping back up mm. you know what I'm saying um gun control has been has been huge over you know the last probably century or Law, so yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. I don't, well maybe not century maybe the last fifty years or so yeah um, just just the debate on whether how much it yeah, ought to be you know yeah exactly like how much like it should be regulated what guns should be allowed on the streets mm-hmm. and it gets me to thinking like. You think about these open carry laws mm. and you're just I'm sitting here thinking like, yo, someone wrote into law that it is OK for people to roll around with AR-15s on their back and just walk into a fucking McDonald's. And the thing is, is, is it against the law? No. But are we thinking about how it's going to make people feel around us? Mm-hmm. That's a very uncomfortable situation, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, yes, what yes. is one to do when you walk into a McDonald's with an AR-15 on your back? We're all just trying to get cheeseburgers. You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you? Are you are you the neighborhood watch? Are you a are you a fucking patrol? Like, what is going on here? Yeah. So I think that those open carry laws are really, really crazy. Um, but that usually seems <laughs> to me like the type of person I was just talking about that wants to show you 
They're a walking bumper sticker. Right. They want to show you what side of the fence they're on in any given oh, yeah. stance. Like, yeah. Because you ain't, you're not doing nothing with it unless you're right. fitting to shoot a bunch of people. Right. Like, you're not, you're not doing anything with that in the right. moment. Right. You're talking about utilitarianism. There's no utility to that gun <laughs> in McDonald's. <laughs> There's just nothing there. And so another part of utilitarianism is people generally wanting the best for <clears throat> all people or majority of the people and they want the least amount of suffering yes. for all people yes. or the majority. The of least people. amount of undue suffering. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So it just makes me think like the people that are in charge, like they see all this shit happening. You know what I'm saying? They see they see the this the senseless violence. They see, you know, people just being gunned down in, in supermarkets. I you know that there was a shooting that happened in Boulder. There was mm. a shooting that happened in Atlanta, mm. um, which we think was, which pe- most people think was racially motivated because mm. there was a lot of, um, a lot of Asian people killed. Uh, um, yes, 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 yes. In that shooting. Um, and it's even happening. It's even happening close to home too. I don't know if you heard about. Um, which is so ridiculous. This Asian hate thing is so Yeah, the Asian hate thing is so, around. it's so dumb. If, if this is, if this is truly, the the smoldering effects of of hate that came from COVID nineteen. Uh-huh. This is just this is the dumbest shit ever. Well, that, no matter what sort of hate it is, is stupid. But that that that's just fucking. Idiotic. Well, it's that, and it's also you know a lot of the the rhetoric that was the rhetoric and propaganda yes. spread by the Trump administration. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's it, it is ridiculous. And so, like I was saying, like it, like this shit is even happening close to home too. Like this wasn't necessarily a uh, you know a mass shooting, but in August, somebody uh, there's this guy won like sixty k um, mm-hmm. at the casino at the MGM at the National Harbor. You know what I'm saying? Like forty five minutes away from here. And uh, now this was dumb on his part. I guess he he found some girl, told her come up to the room. He had just won big money. Oh thought, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He feeling himself. He feeling himself. She came back. With two niggas, <laughs> yeah, and buddy, they, and they so they tried to rob this man, and he tried to get away, and they shot his ass twice with a rifle. Dead. Hold on, <laughs> with a, a rifle. rifle. Yes, they they in a, in, a, up, in a room. They walked up into the MGM with a rifle. How they got past? How no one saw that? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was in a big, you know, a big, big duffel, big duffel bag. I'm yeah. not sure. But, you know, my man walked up into the joint. Two guys and the girl walked up, went to this man's room with a rifle. He didn't want to give up the money. They shot his ass twice. And, yeah. Yeah, I feel like certain things. See, I'm not completely against gun laws. I, I don't, no, I don't I'm think not, that things I'm should just be banned. It. Yeah, I, no, I, I feel not. like a lot of, uh, uh, on the other side, people that do love guns and protect guns, they, well, I mean, love guns is a bit much. You probably don't need to love them. But, <laughs> but people that fight for you know, our freedom to have bare arms. I do think that if you, if you grew up with something, you truly understand something, you do better with handling it and Mm -hmm. understanding it. Mm -hmm. So I do think that if you do have a better knowledge of gun usage and weaponry usage, Mm -hmm. then you'll probably be less likely to hurt someone mm-hmm. if you truly know what you're doing with it and know the power of it, know all the ins and outs, the mechanics mm-hmm. of a gun, what needs to be done, how it needs to be clean, how it needs to be concealed, all yeah. these sorts of things. It'll help you in the long run. But carrying rifles and AR-15s, like I said, that's just, there is a point where it gets gratuitous. Yeah. It's just a bit, it's just a bit yeah. too much. Yeah. And so, 
you know, like I say, I, I say I brought utilitarianism into it because I'm just like, people need to have more compassion. We speak about compassion mm-hmm. all the time. People need to think about what might be best for everyone. Yes. Like, aren't we all in this together? Right. Like, we're all living on this fucking rock together, trying to manage it together. Tr- trying, like, man. people, trying. people need to have... M- People need to to have that kind of mindset a little bit more, if you ask me. Um, Because, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not against people being able to own guns at all. Like, I I wouldn't mind having one one day for myself. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I wouldn't mind having a gun one day. But there's got to be better regulations on 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 the you know the like the assault rifles. You know what I'm saying? These are weapons of war. Right. War. Right. And 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 war is being waged on. Civilians, uh, civilians. On, civilians. On civilians yeah. War is being waged on civilians mm. with weapons of war, and I don't know, I don't understand why that that, that doesn't sound crazy to the people that make these decisions. Yeah, you know I mean, it, no, it probably does, but then also at the same time, what sort of war is going to be waged when you really like? It's not just rumblings or talks or utterances. You really try to pass a bill. It's like, nah, give me them guns. It's going yeah, to be yeah, crazy. Yeah, all them guns it's, you got in there, you're giving to me. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, because that's a right. lot of people that own guns yeah. like that. And no, it's, not going, going, it's going to be a shit show. And they're going to be thinking, that ever because happens. they're probably thinking, and when I say they, I mean the people who own the guns. They're like, well, now we're getting punished for a few bad eggs. Some people that maybe should have had better psych evaluations before a gun was put in their hand mm-hmm. or, or a background check or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. But I just hunt. Mm-hmm. And I and I hunt sparingly. I don't hunt, you know, polar bears or, or American eagles, like bald eagles. I right. just I just hunt regular stuff that's overpopulated, whatever the case may be. I cook it, clean it, cure it with my family. Mm-hmm. I give it off to friends and stuff like that. Like every bit of it is used. Like that's how yeah. I use my guns. Yeah. Now, maybe I go to the shooting range, but the last and thing I'm doing is going and shooting up that's- a mall. That's why perspective matters because I know that those people exist. Yeah. And I know that they have that perspective. Mm-hmm. And I can I totally get that. Um, but it's just sad to just see all this shit happening right before our eyes and just kind of feel like nobody cares and nobody is doing anything about it mm-hmm. because all the politicians have to offer us is their thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Nigga, that's not right. doing yeah. enough for me. <laughs> that's not doing enough for me. <laughs> It's not doing enough for me. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, they offer to just keep getting up on the podium. And yeah. All, all thoughts we and are prayers. with you. Yeah, we're like, with you. Thoughts and prayers go out to everybody. You know, Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys work it out out there. <sighs> Boy. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's definitely a weird thing. and I, but, but I don't want people to think, because I do hear this sort of... Uh, pessimism that's that leaks out every now and again when we talk about things like this because mm. people will generally say nothing's happening no one cares but i i, I don't believe that i mm. do think that things are happening there's a bit large world and people are that's trying true. to do things about it there are a lot of good people out there trying to do good things for everyone mm-hmm. for everyone no matter what it is you look like what it is you're going to or who yeah, you like I to don't, fuck like they don't care yeah i don't want to discredit anyone that is out here really trying to make a change because I, yeah. I i i totally get that yeah. i'm not trying to discredit anybody yeah. in that way but there are also a bunch of other people that don't give a fuck and right. aren't doing anything right yeah right virtue, especially if it affects their pockets yeah. in any way shape or form right exactly yes. and then like there's you know there's a lot of people that feel as if you know 
that everyone should just carry guns on them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even with that perspective, yeah. I'm just like, look, man, <laughs> yes. everybody don't just need to be in Walmart with, with a gun. No. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, I've seen people get perturbed to the point where I'm glad they didn't have one exactly. on. Like, you never know what sort exactly. of small. You know, because in that argument is trying to defend, you know, the right to bear arms as far as like all these crazy people that are going in places and shooting people up. Right. They're just like, oh, well, you know, if we'll get if, some to the same people yeah, and they if, can protect if, the Walmart if, now. If three people in Walmart had a pistol on them, maybe they, they could have got they, it they a little yeah. faster. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, Something right. like that. But when you give, when you just, Yo, everybody guns, just out here popping each other. Yeah. Well. Like when you just got people with guns just out here all the time, everybody, like, just think about that. Everybody got to carry a gun on them just in case a nigga starts shooting up in an enclosed space. That's a very, we, that's a very, look, dog, that's like, scary. Like what that's world are we scary, living in? Where, that's a scary world. That's like, a scary world. I don't even, I don't want nothing to do with that kind of world where I, I got to carry a gun on me yeah. at, the fucking, you know, Burger King, just in case somebody just, rolls up in here and want to start shooting people for no reason. Exactly. Be, like be, because because I don't know, they ran out of sweet and sour sauce or right. something like that. Somebody just get upset and they're like, you know what? This is the last thing today that's going to piss me off. Right. Like This is going to be the last thing. You're going to be the last person today to piss right. me off. Right. Yeah, because you never know what time somebody's willing to pop. Yeah. You never you just never know yeah. the other person's perspective. So I just I don't like I don't like that argument. I don't like that perspective. That, that perspective. <laughs> that one I don't like. Like you're we're not just gonna give a gun to everybody for just in case. Yeah. No. Do something about the just in case matters. Do something mm. about that. Yeah, it definitely you know? does. Yeah, I don't know exactly. <laughs> I know again there are background checks for things. I don't know yeah. if there are psych evaluations. Well, you know, it really a lot of times it depends on the state because a lot of gun right, law, yeah, yeah. gun laws in certain states are mad loose. Yeah, 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 very, very true. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm sure it's very difficult running a state, let alone a country. Right. You know, so yeah. You, I mean, I'm I'm not a politician, so maybe I don't know. I don't even know. I might not know what the fuck I'm talking. About. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's very true. But we're gonna sit here. We're gonna talk about it, and yeah. you know, hopefully, but, we, um, we evoke some thought. Yeah, you know, who's gonna have a really awesome perspective on everything that's been happening in the last like year or two? Who? The Boondocks coming back in 2022. What do you think? Is Aaron Magruder? Yes. Okay. Aaron Magruder is coming back. Okay. He's going to be- who is the, He was the original yes. writer and creator he's, of the Boondocks. He's going to be at the helm of everything, executive producer, all that shit. Okay. Oh, then I'm, um, then I'm back. I'm yeah. Waiting. So I'm looking forward to that because I know they're going to have a good ass time with 2020. I'm back with it. And I'm glad that you brought that up because that is going to lead us into the movie that I asked you to watch. Yep. Because I just want to get I just want to get something off so real quick. So let me just say that I watched it and I would I felt like I had a good understanding of it. So I was just like, what kind of outer world philosophical shit is this nigga Earl about to tell me about this movie that I didn't well, maybe, see? Well, maybe okay, all right, all right, let's let's do that because I'm certain we we could very easily be looking at this from completely different ways, but that's what the beauty of certain films are. Certain mm -hmm. films that tell you enough, but also leave you enough to interpret things. I like okay. those. Don't don't just have me having to guess at everything. I don't oh no, I I give them. We haven't even told them what the movie is, but I give these people whoever whoever created it, whoever directed it, or whatever. Yeah. I give them some credit for creativity because I've never seen a movie like that before. You know what I'm saying? The movie is 
Antebellum. Yes. This came out in 2020. I don't know what month. Yeah. We're kind of late on this. Yeah, clearly. yeah. But it's yeah. still a good movie. Go out watch it. It ain't yeah. that old. Star, just... uh, starring Janelle Monet. Yes. And it was not the director, because the director would have been Jordan Peele, right? Who he did directed, Get Out and Us. He directed Antebellum. No, but it was the oh. producers from Get oh. Out and Us. I, you know what? And I'm now that you say that, I'm kind of seeing some yes. of that. So, so something they did is online, you can go and find a bunch of the little Easter eggs, which is, you know, small things that took place. And when it took place, you may have thought, hmm, what was the significance of that? In the I movie? already have one in my mind that I'm thinking about. Yeah, exactly. But so they'll give you those online. You can find those, but yeah. they don't give you any, any real underlying meaning for the entire movie or what uh-huh. they're really trying to drive home with the entire movie. Okay. So that's just something that's up for interpretation. Now, I just sat alone. I know a lot of people try to go to Twitter, try to go to wherever to try to find retweets and articles about things so they can read them. I don't like to do that because I don't I don't like that to be the filter. So then I can start picking things apart. I watch something. I ingest it. I digest it. Mm-hmm. I think on my own. And I did it for about 10 minutes and I came up with what I came up with. Mm-hmm. So for the movie Antebellum. It starts out again like I told you it would, yes. a movie that you thought, I don't want to fucking watch I, this movie. I, I was watching that shit in like the first 30 minutes. I was just like, yeah, this is the shit. This is the <laughs> shit I be talking about. But this he went like, this nigga wants but, to talk about this but on the pod. he wants me to so watch, so I guess I got to. I got to. I'm going to watch it. So <laughs> it, it, it starts off like you would think is a regular slave movie, you know, woman running away from her man while he's being held back by a white man, no mm-hmm. white man on a horse goes and fucking lassos her down yeah, by the neck. Yeah, right. She talks to her for a little bit, shoots her. Yep. So you you get the understanding it looks like it's older time. So it's yeah. like, okay, this is slave. Like this is slave yeah. time. This is slave movie. Yeah. The Jan- Janelle Monet was being branded yeah. by the white captain of yeah. the whole place with yeah. the general. The general. So you're like, okay, the slave movie like okay, I didn't when I clicked on it, that's not what I thought I was going to be watching either. But then with like 20 minutes, I was like, ah, fuck. I, I have a really hard time starting stuff and not finishing it. Uh-huh. I was like, well, we're here now. I'm just yeah. going to watch it and see what happens. Yeah. Then somewhere halfway through the movie, something like that, maybe a quarter way through the movie, they bring you to what looks like a modern day. Yeah. Now With the same characters. With the same characters. Now, before we even get to that point, can I talk about some of the parts that were I thought were interesting like before we got to that point. Yeah, go for that it. I was just like, this is weird. So, first of all, just the the language they were using in the movie, I was just like, damn, this this don't sound like the 1800s to me. Right. Like right. this is yes. a little yes. this is yes. a little odd. It's a little modern, yeah. And then I saw I saw them I saw them burning the cotton. I was mm. like, why the fuck are they burning the cotton? Right. Like what? They're like, out there in the fields picking it all day long, and then they're yeah. just off to the side, and you just see a quick vision of them burning it. Yeah, I was stuff. like, why are they burning the fucking cotton? Right. Like that shit is so weird to me. And then the main part was when he called that dude a cracker ass cracker. Yeah. I was just like, okay, hold on. They, was not, <laughs> they were not calling white people crackers in the in the late eighteen hundreds. They were not. Right. So they're giving you small hints. I was like, what is going on here? Yes. So they're giving <laughs> you small hints the entire time that this actually was taking place in modern day. Yeah. Um. So we can kind of fast forward now. 
later on in modern day, Janelle Monet, she's a huge black woman author. Yeah, she's an this, author, maybe somewhat huge. of a political analyst. Exactly. A lot of people like know you see her on yeah. like, what was probably their version of Fox 5 News or something like that at the beginning right. of it. Right. When she's raising her daughter. She's in there happy with her black yeah. strong man. Yeah. They're having a great black family moment. Like It's great. It's great yeah. stuff to watch. And then later on in the movie, you see her get kidnapped. Right. And then it brings you back yeah. To the olden, quote unquote, times yeah. of slavery. And it's like, oh, no, this is modern day. Yeah. They went and took this black woman and brought her to this old Civil War reenactment yep. site. Kidnapped and, her ass. And that's where these scenes are taking place. Right. Like, this is like 2021 slavery in some civil rights reenactment yeah. park. In Louisiana, yeah. I believe yeah, it, was. it was. Louisiana. So that's pretty much the gist of the movie. Yeah. That's what's going on the entire time. Uh-huh. And so that answers the question for anyone listening. Why were they burning cotton? Yeah. It was because they didn't really fucking need it. It was just all play. It's reenactment. It's not mm-hmm. really going on. Yeah. And they were really, they were really just killing niggas too. Like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They were they killing were people. murdering people. Yes. Like, and they I'm just like, it seriously. Like, this is present day, but they are just, and, I, and it makes sense because like they burn all the bodies. I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, was they really just burning all the bodies back then? Right, right. They wasn't just throwing just tossing people them into it like a, a big ditch? A, di- yeah. a fucking mass grave? Right, like, yeah. I was like, they, no way they were just burning all the bodies. And now, and it made it made sense because mm-hmm. like, well, we got to get rid of the bodies right. so there's no evidence. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, at a certain point, uh, the nigga's cell phone started going off. You're yeah, like, okay. I was You're like, like okay. I, at when, that point, it's like, okay, yeah, what? When his cell phone went off, I was blown away. I was like, okay, this is taking place in present day. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. It was it was a great way to do that movie. Yeah. To make you think you're in a certain time period piece uh-huh. and then show like, no, this is happening Well, yeah, now. that's why I gave them credit for creativity. I was like, oh, I like the way they laced this up. Right. It's still traumatic. Right. But I like the way they laced it up. And then, and then so at the end, lo and behold... As you might expect, she does escape. She kills the people on some Django shit, killing now, all the slave masters. Hold on now. What? When she when she tricked them two guys into going into the furnace, the furnace yes. with the general. Mm-hmm. I was pissed off. He had the nerve, the fucking nerve, to t- be talking about Veronica, Veronica. Right, he, because like, her name on yeah. the plantation was Eden. Yeah, they oh, made her. They changed it to Eden. They made her change her name to Eden. But when when they were about to get their asses burnt alive, yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, all up. of a sudden, they had some respect. Of course, yeah, for, yeah, put some, some respect, respect on her on name. Her name. Yeah, exactly. Yo, yo. <laughs> they put some respect on her yeah, name. Yeah, Veronica, no, wait, Veronica, open up the door, don't do this, Veronica, Veronica. I was yes. like, I was like, Veronica, burn them niggas, burn them. No remorse. <laughs> Might have been the best part of the movie. <laughs> Burn them up. <laughs> See, and this is why Keon doesn't want to watch these types of movies anymore. <laughs> because this is the way it makes people feel, especially black people watching it, is kill these motherfuckers at the end. There ain't no room for any sort of togetherness or unification at the end of these movies. You want to know it. You don't walk out the theater and <laughs> want to hug the closest white person to you. No, not you at all. You know what I'm saying? Not so at all. That's why. Honestly, I always kind of wonder how white people feel when they go watch these movies. Like, I wonder, I think like, it depends. Yeah, I wonder, like, how they come out of, like, do they come out of the theater feeling like, oh, my ancestors are assholes? Or do they come out of the theater thinking, man, the act 
acting was awesome in that movie. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I thought the honestly, I sort of I'm looking at this from all different sorts of perspectives. Right. I definitely thought that Janelle Monet killed the role. Yeah, no, a thousand she, percent. She did it in the beginning. I th- I felt like the acting was a little off for yeah. some reason, mm-hmm. but as it went on, I and you got the yeah, gist of what was yeah, happening. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay, all right, right, this isn't this isn't bad. Yeah, yeah. So so towards the end, she escapes, and she's riding a horse out out of the fucking woods, out of the the civil rights camp, but clearly towards the. The, the outskirts of this camp, yeah. there's a real civil war yeah, reenactment taking real place fucking battle with like happening. a bunch of regular people just doing their regular civil rights cosplay that people do, right? When, okay, okay. But she, the, go ahead. I'm about, I, I'm about, I, I feel like I have to speak on why this particular situation mm-hmm. might have been even more traumatic than slavery back when it was actually happening for real. Okay. Because, okay, so you know... We might end up linking up on this. Go ahead. You know that you have been kidnapped yes. and enslaved. Yes. However, you're watching, you know, fucking 747s just fly over your head right. knowing yes. that you're in present day. Yes. And then on top of that, and that, that plane flying over when she told her daughter, yeah, when that plane flies, you know, mommy's right. Mommy's there. Right. Mommy's coming home. And then on top of that, you're working all day, getting hit with the with the back end of rifles and whips and shit, picking cotton all day just to burn the cotton because they don't even actually need it. Yes. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, that's got to be even more traumatic. Right. Because they don't even need this shit. We yeah. just do. They out here doing this for fun. Yes. Yes. For fun. For fun. I was like, that's got to be even more traumatic. Just knowing that it, this shouldn't, because like back, back when slavery was like for real, for real happening, you just know that this is what it was and there was no, no way out of this. Yeah. They but, wasn't going to be out there picking the shit and, and trying to build America up and right. do all this sort of stuff. They so you just had to have there, some other people do it. They are but just you out needed there doing, someone yeah. to do it. These people in this movie didn't need someone. Yeah. We just love and identify with that era so much yep, that we, we just want to continue yep, to live it. That we kidnap black people and make them do work for us, even though that the cotton's going nowhere. No one's profiting off of this. Zero percent. <laughs> so, so she's so this this is actually perfect. So she's riding away on a horse. It's in slow motion. You see a bunch of people really reenacting stuff. Uh-huh. And something that was brought to my attention by the person I was watching with is. No one's batting an eye at this bloody black chick yeah. just riding through. Like, no right. one's saying a word. They're just continuing doing what it is she's doing. She's riding off into the sunset now. Clearly, you see police cars and other shit coming. So, she's going to end up with some murder charges. Right. Uh, she, yeah, like, she, She's going to end up in some shit later on, like, <laughs> yeah, after yeah. the movie ends. Yeah. There's going to be other things that have to go yeah. on. But, so, so, for me... The movie ended, and I'm sitting there with the person that I watched it with, and they're just like, this movie did not do it for me. And I'm looking at it like, yeah, neither did it for me, mm-hmm. because what was any of this for? Uh-huh. Like, she gets away, okay, like, what are you trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. Now, again, I went and did my thinking on my, I just sat there, because I need an explanation for things. That's just me. I need again. I need some piece to the puzzle. I need to understand something because I have a hard time believing 100, 200 people 
casting directors, directors, producers, actors, actresses, hair and makeup people, music, effects, graphic designing people. All these people came together, a, a whole studio, who knows what studio was behind this, right. came together and said, hey, you guys want to make a shitty movie and waste a bunch of money and time? <laughs> I don't see that ever being the case. So I'm always trying to see the other perspective, uh -huh. right? Like, what are they trying to show me? Like, what do they, what do they want me to think about? Right. And so that's when I came up with what I came up with. I went online, couldn't find anybody talking about this at all. So what do you feel like like your grasp or understanding of the movie was? Like, why did they make that movie? Like, what are they trying to show us? Well, I see, at first, I was thinking that it was on some, like, time machine type shit. Okay. Um, that maybe this was some interdimensional shit and they were just maybe having flashbacks or, mm -hmm. you know, some sort of time travel. I yeah. thought maybe that was the plot behind mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And, maybe some alternate universe. Yeah. Or some something alternate like that. universe type of thing. Um, or even the possibility that maybe they're, they're time traveling into the future, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, maybe they're time traveling into the future, showing us something that could happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, if, okay. If, if certain maybe certain people get their way, you know. So, so this is so this is where I came away. I didn't, I didn't believe the movie. Uh huh. That that could the, just actually happen. Yes, the thing in films that you're looking for is you're looking to believe. Yeah, that's what good actors are made of. Well, is you look at them and you see them cry, you see them screaming at someone, you see them happy, and you believe them, and then you feel happy, you feel sad, you identify with mm -hmm. that. That's what a good actor is. That's what a good scene is. Uh -huh. I didn't believe the movie. I I sat there and I thought. Okay, so she runs off into the sunset after she just got out of this civil rights reenactment spot, being enslaved. Like no one, no one knows that this is going on over here. How do they expect me to believe that this is taking place in modern day times? Were you looking for like like some sort of uh, investigation into it afterwards? Well, well no, I'm looking for some sort of meaning to it. Uh, Why, like, how are, how are you as the directors of the producers, the makers, the creators of this movie, trying to make me believe that this is something that could even happen? Mm. Like, I, I, don't even, I don't even like the movie because it's unbelievable, uh -huh. right? So that's where my mind went. And once I said, this is unbelievable, fucking light bulb hit me. And I looked over at my friend. And I was like, I think I know what they were trying to do with this movie. By then, she was already looking up all the Easter eggs. She had seen everything, you know, online. So so she didn't have a better understanding of the movie. She saw the, the Easter eggs to some degree and saw, okay, well, that's why they were burning this. That's why the little girl in the elevator was dressed like an old, like a, you know, fucking 1950s <laughs> white girl with a little slave hanging from a rope. Like, uh -huh. Okay, that's why these things were happening. But as an overall gist of the movie, we're still lost. I looked at her and said, maybe because of how fucking ridiculous this is. Yeah. And how in your face, outlandish, unreasonable this is, that was the take. Yeah. It's how can this happen right. in modern day times? Mm. How can this black woman on a horse, bloodied, run through, be riding through an entire field of people 
clearly in distress and no one say anything about it. Mm -hmm. No one turned to look to her to help or anything of that sort. Maybe that's what they're trying to show us. It is crazy, isn't it, <laughs> motherfucker? I like that. Look around. I like that. It like is that. crazy that this is in our face and that this is happening in modern day, isn't it? It's weird, right? Yeah, just like the movie I just made you watch. I like that. And so when I, like I saw, I was like, oh. I like it. I think that has to be it. Yeah. That has to be it. Okay. They want us to see how ridiculous we're being by not confronting a lot of racial issues that are taking place right now, today. I didn't know where I didn't know what you I didn't know what you were gonna do with that, but I like what you said. <laughs> yeah, I just blew my fucking mind. It took me like I just had to sit there and think on it because I needed something. Right. And I thought, oh, this is ridiculously unbelievable. Mm -hmm. That's why they the, made it. The whole time I was thinking to myself, damn, they know this is this, they know this is present day. These niggas need to revolt and get the fuck out of here. Cause this, you know, this wasn't 1800. Like, yes. this isn't in the actual slave era. Like, these niggas need <laughs> oh, to get like, the fuck out of here. You just had a Kanye West slave, uh, slavery was a choice moment just now. <laughs> that's not, trust me, trust me, that's not where I was going with that. But just, cause I think about how slavery was. Like, they brought a bunch of, you know, people from, uh, you know, black people from Africa to a new land that yeah. they knew nothing about. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Didn't teach them anything. Mm. They didn't know how to read. Yeah. They didn't know how to, you know, do much mm. other than work right. and, you know, just be human. Yes, they, yes, they, yes. they know what they know from Africa, yeah. but they don't know anything about where mm. they are, where they're going, how but, to get out of here. But you know the thing is, that's a lot of what this was. They were kidnapped, brought somewhere. They just woke up somewhere. They don't know where they are. Yeah. I think they took her from like New York and she ended up in Louisiana. Yeah. So she don't know where she is, what the fuck this is. She don't got no phone. She don't got, she's got nothing. They have the guns. They got the whips. They got the yeah. everything. Yeah. So they're essentially still putting them back to the same place, except, yeah, so they're, I guess except kinda, they're smarter. Yeah. So, so yeah. they were able to get out of there quicker, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they essentially took all those, all yeah, those tools remember, away from I remember them. that part where they were talking about how cell phones weren't allowed. And, yeah. and I guess I guess that she just caught a whiff of the general using a phone and that's how she knew mm -hmm. that he had one. Mm -hmm. And that's why she was practicing walking on those fucking boards the whole time. The way that she was. So, yeah, so, she so that she knew no which creaks. ones yeah, exactly. didn't creak. Yes. And I was just like, oh. Because like, a, lot of, a lot of the movie in the beginning, I was just like, what is she doing? Like, what is going on? Like, why is she doing that? Why is she doing this and that? I like that things slowly came together yeah, and definitely. weaved themselves into definitely. the tapestry of the, of the movie. But I was even gladder that I was able to come to that conclusion because I really feel like that's what they were, were trying gladder. to do. I was gladder. Gladder. <laughs> yeah. Is that what I said? <laughs> is gladder? Or is it more gladdest? More glad? Most glad? I feel like it I is gladder glad. and gladdest. I was... Yeah, but no, you, you could say I was glad. Yeah, I know, but what if you're what if you're more glad than that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's gladder and gladdest. I don't know. Anyway, um, um, but no, it was it was a great movie. Um, it was it, it it was. I mean, it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen in my life, but it, you know, it was it was cool. Yeah. It was traumatic still. Yeah. Yes, but it was it was cool. Um, um no, and I want to bring up one more part. Go for it. The part where the general walked into the tent. And he was, you know, congratulating everybody and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, 
when he was before he left, he was like, yeah, and these sapphires, they're here for whatever you need them for. Whatever. And I mean, whatever. Yes. And I'm just sitting there thinking like, yo, these women are really just sitting around this table just thinking like, damn, I might get raped later. Right. And I'm just like, nigga, that is so traumatic. And I got to, yes. And I, and I, and I, and I have to be, be okay with and it. And I just got to be all right with it. Yeah. Like, like I, just... I got to come to terms with that as quickly as possible. Yeah. And then, you know, you had your, your fucking, your fucking, you know, your fucking proud boy that, that chose yeah. Angel. And then, you know, they was back in the cabin. You know, she thought he was all nice and shit. And then he had to prove to her that he was just as much, just as yeah. much as a Confederate soldier. Yeah, exactly. As the rest which, of the which, guys. Was, which was clearly just, yeah, deep insecurity. Oh, yeah. Clearly absolutely. he was, he had some identity, you know, absolutely. struggles within himself because he, he didn't really truly in his heart of hearts feel that way. No, he not didn't. At all. But Not he felt all. like he had to conform and be like everyone else and yep. do the things. So he had to talk to talk and and, and 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 beat the brakes. Yeah. And then and then Angel ended up hanging herself. Yeah. And it's just like, wow. Like even though Again, she modern knew day. this was modern day, yeah. she felt that there was no way out of this. Which so would probably be quicker for someone to hang themselves because they're like, nigga, I'm out of here. Like I'm not. I know what life is, and it ain't none of this. Right. If you were born into slavery, that's different. It's sort of like if you were born blind versus you went blind right now at the age of 30. Uh-huh. Those are two completely different experiences yeah. that these people are having. Yeah. Yeah. Like you getting sold into slavery right now. Nigga, I'm I know. I'm out of here. I'm not <laughs> I'm not going to slavery. I'm not going to I'm I'm not I'm not going to be that. It's not, not going to happen. Like I'll I'll take myself out. Right. I'm not fucking doing this. But uh but yeah, that's that's pretty much what I had. I have we have we have tons more, but we don't really have the time to do okay. it. All but right. that's but that's great. We'll yeah. just we'll we'll hold some of these things for yeah. next time. Yeah. We kind of went on for a long time. Hopefully, uh spoiler alert, um Antebellum screen movie. <laughs> No, whatever, whatever. If you ain't seen it already, whatever. It's been out for a while. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but still go watch the movie. <laughs> After we explain the whole thing, still go watch the movie. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll come back. This has been a short one this time. Just needed to get a couple things off <laughs> and, uh, you know, satiate the thirst until next week. Right. But uh, again, this episode has been brought to you by Perspective. Look around, be aware, take notice of things outside of yourself. Right. You got last words for the people? Uh, my last words are, like I said, my word of the week is utilitarianism. Uh, I think that everyone should try to adopt at least some of that. Have compassion for, you know, for your neighbors. Um, you know, think about what might be the best for everyone or at least the people around you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Versus just yourself. Yes. Um, I think it's, I think it's something that more people should adopt. Yeah. Don't be a self-centered, egocentric piece of shit yes pretty much yeah um yeah i'm just i'm probably gonna say the same thing that's a really good way to end off yeah those are my last words too ditto peace peace we out any last words